Wait, Bree? Yes. Oh, you're back. All right. Hey. Hey. My Wi-Fi went down, and I don't know if it's going to be solid, guys. Um, what's the... I don't know. Yeah, I was uh, going to act like I could troubleshoot it, but I don't actually know. Can you plug in directly to the modem and just bypass the router? Y'all, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, we could probably, if you want to like, bring it into the, the world of the, the podcast, you could just say, like, you know, that... Pirate ghosts. Uh, yeah, I'm besieged <laughs> by pirate ghosts, and so uh, we don't know exactly what's going to happen, but, you know, we, we're going we're to try to break this curse if we can. Okay. All right. We'll just have said that, then. Great. Did I do it? <laughs> Suits, welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about moisture. We always have, <laughs> always been. have been. Always gonna be. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And I have an excellent panel today. First up, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. Uh, son, I know you've battled the sea to get to me, but please just go home. Daddy needs his barnacle time. <laughs> uh, at that point, I feel like he's already on your ghost boat. Maybe be nicer to him. Nah, <laughs> that's Daddy's ghost boat. It's not. It's not Daddy's son's ghost boat. Daddy's gonna. He's gonna have to wait until his daddy dies and yeah. becomes a double ghost before he gets that ghost boat. <laughs> Dad, if Dad dies, you just go back to ghost boat. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's also joining part. us today, he's at Anthony Lopez Part Two on Twitter. PT Two. Uh, it's Mr. Anthony Lopez. Thanks uh, for having me. I got all my outfit I wear every week when I do this podcast that I got all in one go 25 years ago from a bunch of pirates that wear it every day. And I'm really excited that, like Captain Sparrow, we now know the origin of every part of my outfit. We do, yeah. And, and your and, name. Yeah, it was your yeah. name actually, The the Lopez. Yeah, yeah uh, I was, and. I was low eating Pez once, and, <laughs> and it just got yeah shrunk down. Yeah, I just I did that. He was, uh, he was low in the nest eating Pez. Actually, the the scariest I, thing about you, Anthony, is you don't like Pez dispensers. You just like the candy. You eat it yeah. without a weird head. Yep. Uh. I mean that's how that's how it is out in the Caribbean on the sea. Why wouldn't you just have Smarties then? They're basically the same thing, Anthony. <laughs> nope. I like the more chalky consistency. You know, I was like. But, Sometimes I'll just take a bunch of like smoties and crush them together and let them age for a few weeks, and then it becomes sure. like a Pez. You know, all Pez candy was produced in 1988. I don't know if this it's is, every piece. This is some low Pez talk. Uh, also uh-huh. joining us today from Los Angeles, California, she's at Bree Pruitt on Twitter, and she has recently been cursed by pirates. So unless we can get the trident back, her Wi-Fi might cut in and out. Please welcome back Bree Pruitt. I'm not a witch. Stop <laughs> saying I'm a witch. I'm not a witch. You just I'm seem not... smart. I'm a horologist. <laughs> this is uh, and the, the the like it's 1800s Buzzfeed of like top ten things women say when they're a witch. I'm not a witch. It's gotta be on there, right? <laughs> like three times. <laughs> uh, well, I'm so glad to have all three of you. This is episode number 402 of the podcast. Which is such a less interesting number than 400. After 400, these numbers have gotten real boring again. Boo. Yeah. Boo but numbers. We have well, to make them up. Episodes. We all know what it's building to, am I right? It's going to get real exciting again. Do, do you mean 469? Yeah, 469, buddy. It's where you 69 and there's a chair next to you upside down. 
Pretty good sex position. Yeah, that's, that's, that was definitely surprising. Anyway, uh, uh, do you mean 404, Anthony? Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah. <laughs> Can we just call in sick that day? The it's like, just podcast work. not found? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty funny. Uh, not worth it, but it is funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have now, at 402, though, we have done as many episodes as the number of beers avail- available on tap from the Raleigh Beer Garden, which is the world's Damn, largest beer garden. That's a lot of beers. Yeah. And there was this great article that I read in the Raleigh Times about how they manage all of their uh, carbonation lines, because it's very difficult. But then at the end of all yeah. this description of like the 10 different keg rooms and all of the cleaning line cleaning they have to do and all of this, he's like, but of course, selecting quality, delicious beers is our most fundamental task. And I don't, I don't believe that. I feel like after well, 300, some real crap probably sneaks in there. At 300, that's, that's the crossover. Yeah, you can get 300 great beers, but after that, you're just like, yeah, sure, you have a beer, bring it in. Well, four hundred on tap. On tap, four hundred and two. Clearly, their their major quality control problem is going to be all those cleaning all those tap lines. Yeah, yeah. Think all those tap lines get cleaned on the regular. They do. They have they have two full time people who only clean tap lines. That is a good job or not a good job. It seems like a boring job to me. Anyone here like clean tap lines or? I've seen it done. Basically, you're a you're a beer plumber. Huh, well, cleaning out these beer pipes. Yeah, yeah. It's better than a poop plumber, I think, but maybe not. I mean, of all the kinds of plumber, beer might be the more interesting one. Because normal plumbers deal with some real bad times. Some hey, real every shit. plumber is a beer plumber, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> right? Let's fucking talk about a whole industry as a single type of person. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite kind of humor. That was a good summary of the riff after the riff. I like that a lot. Yeah, I think that's what saved it for me. <laughs> anyway, uh, so speaking of things that don't mean much after the first few, this week we're talking about <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean 5, Dead Men oh, Tell No Tales. Can, can we can we get consensus oh, here? You want to get a ruling can on we, Caribbean and yep. Caribbean? Also, 5 or Five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say 5 for sure, but do you, yeah, do you guys have a preference? Is it Caribbean? <laughs> or is it this? Okay, lo- dumb question. Same word? Is Ooh. it the same word? Does same it mean word. Okay. Same word. So uh, I feel like this is one of those, like, are you using the local pronunciation or oh. are you using the anglified well, pronunciation? to be fair, the local pronunciation for this is in Anaheim, California. <laughs> That's where this world comes from. This is not a universe. Uh, so if it's, but it's whatever they say at Disneyland, which is Pirates of the Caribbean, is what you go and talk to anyone. That's how I think the ride is called and what the franchise is called. Yeah. Right? Uh, uh, um, looks like British English might prefer the Caribbean thing. Uh, That's what the tourists prefer, according to this Caribbean guide. It's like half and half, actually, in the Caribbean. Uh... Well, heck. Uh, I'll vote. I'll vote Caribbean though for 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 my thing. Uh, if we get a vote, okay, Bree. Yeah, Caribbean. Caribbean, Anthony. Caribbean. Oh, God Whoa. Damn it. Now I have to. Now I can either tie or I can make. It. Man, okay. If I say Caribbean, does that mean that Mike Pence gets to decide? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
God, I would love to get my kids thumbs, opinions. Thumbs down. Thumbs down, Alex. Thumbs down. I think that's how, like, that's just his job, right? Is he just has to decide all close all calls tyrants. in any argument. Hey, hey, Mike, settle a bet for me. Yeah, Ty on. goes to the pence. <laughs> All right, I, I'll go with I'll go with the majority of y'all. I'll go with Caribbean, or yeah, that was the right one, right? Caribbean? No, no, Caribbean. No, you, right, just, you just tied us. Caribbean. It's Caribbean. Okay. Um, Caribbean. I mean, I'm trying really hard to Caribbean, but I do not. Um, <laughs> Get extra Caribbeaner. That's how I remember. Anyway, all right. So, Pirates of the Caribbean, Five, Dead Men Tell No Tales, <laughs> and we're watching this because it's Wet Month. Happy Wet Month, you guys. Thank you. Uh, happy wet month to you. Yeah. Happy wet month. Happy <laughs> wet month, everyone. Wet month I try to live every month like wet month. Yeah. yeah. People say yeah. that, but do they actually keep the wet month spirit? You know? <laughs> all, at all I, times. I, or really, to get... I mean, don't you feel like that the commercialization has really lost the point of wet <laughs> yeah. month? Yeah. Yes. Okay, but here's the thing. Three wet ghosts visited me last night, all right? And I know the true <laughs> meaning Three of wet month pirates. again. Yeah. I want Super you to wet, keep guys. the spirit of wet month you know, all year I haven't, round. I haven't started. Uh, I haven't st- uh, gone back to Starbucks since they went to Happy Moist Week instead of Happy <laughs> Wet Month. You know? I yeah, just that's right. Keep yeah. the War wet on wet in month. the month. You know. Have you noticed that, guys? It, like Wet Month starts earlier and earlier every <laughs> single year. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I want to play, but I'm so busy laughing at all of you guys' great wet riffs. Uh, that's, that's what wet month is. That's the best of it. Uh, so uh, we had our meat buddies vote on our wet month topics, as we do. So if you haven't, if you'd like to vote, go to read.com/slash/meatbuddies. Also, you can let us know there how you would prefer us to say Caribbean, and we will match that. We'll yeah. And if if you don't chime in, it all goes to Mike Pence. Mike Pence gets so. to decide. You don't want that. <laughs> You do not want that. So, uh, anyway, thanks for Meat Buddies for all voting for this. And we have, uh, this is a, I don't know, I think maybe this is the least fun of the topics we're doing. We'll find out what you guys think. Um, But I'm excited for this and some other stuff we're talking about later. For what month? So, yay, what month? Okay, great. Now, allow me to summarize Dead Men Tell No Tales in case you have not yet seen it. In case you're not one of of the $700 million worth of people who already saw it. Do it in the style of a of a of a live man, I guess. Like necessarily. I mean, yeah, I don't have to. Yeah, yeah I mean, it is okay. funny to call a movie uh, a thing that's like we promise we won't talk so much. <laughs> well, some people won't talk so much, oh, but yeah, that. So wait, were those guys? Oh, well, anyway, well, you'll cover this whether or not they're dead or not. <laughs> All right. Doing the so three years after the post credit scene at the end of At World's End, a kid seems like he's trying to drown himself, but actually. He's just sinking to the bottom of the ocean so he can hang out with his dad, a barnacle-infested Orlando Bloom, whose house is a shipwreck. A note about Uh, Orlando Bloom. Location, though. Location, though, Alex. The Flying Dutchman is a little bit more than a shipwreck, Alex. Okay, so I've missed the middle three movies, so I don't know if The Flying Dutchman is important, but it's The Flying Dutchman. It's at the bottom of the ocean. Orlando Bloom is living on it. The barnacles are cleaning his face. That's what they do, right? (laughs) Yep. It's symbiotic, I think. A little bit. Well, okay, wait. They're, or they're just like just just getting some food off of him, like nearby. Oh. What, what do you think? How do barnacles work, Bree? They're clinging to his face. Yeah, yeah. But they're because there are like cleaning fish, but this is not one of them. Well, I I really love the idea that like Davy Jones, the last guy, was like a squid, like an octopus tentacle face Cthulhu yeah. looking guy. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So that means when he started, he probably slowly grew tentacles on his face, right? So does that mean, oh. like, the end game for his ship is he's mm. just going to be a giant bonacle? 
Is well, that what he's slowly toning into? It's a good question. I actually was originally, when I first saw him, I was like, oh, Orlando Bloom has not aged super well. And then later they cleaned off the barnacles and, and drained him of the salt water. And it turns out he actually looks great. That was just made. Yeah. yeah. Just a square well, jaw, really. Yeah, I mean, well, he's also got this like old ass son or whatever. So Yeah, that's not I sexy. They're t- well, <laughs> maybe not to you. Yeah, some people are into that. I- I think it's interesting that I want to fuck every male heir of that family. Isn't that interesting? Uh, Grandfather on down. Uh, I think that's interesting. Probably don't do it in the same, like, week. Wait, wait, who's the grandfather? Uh, It was... Isn't it uh, it Jack Sparrow is the father of Orlando Orlando Bloom? Bloom? No, no. no, uh, Should should not be. I mean, like, things... That's going to be... I'm going to say it's new canon if you you, you start making that choice. No, 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 no. His, I, his dad was played one. by uh, no. His oh, dad is in the sequels. Right. His dad was Bootstrap Bill. Bootstrap Bill, who yeah, is and played he was by a thief. Uh, he was a pirate. Bootstrap Bill, the conservative pirate. Yeah, Stella's. St- Stella's no one st- gave me right. anything that I didn't plunder myself. <laughs> no welfare bill. That's who's known. <laughs> who, who played his dad? It was uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah, Skarsgård. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm in. You can. Yeah, play- I, I nailed Back that. in. I know we were all waiting to find out who it was so we could find out if he'd still do it. And good call. Yeah. Skarsgård's a good move. Well, I just, I always think it's funny in Hollywood where it's like, here's Orlando Bloom and here's the actor we played his son. It's He's three years younger. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's just the Hollywood yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. We don't like aging in Hollywood. I mean, no I, one talk about it. I originally thought that, that, uh, that Orlando Bloom had like not been aging well. And then I like even chided myself for being like so judgy. And then it turns out it really was just barnacles glued to his face. So I guess <laughs> this is part of your face blindness. You just can't tell barnacles or no I mean, barnacles. I knew there were barnacles. I just I guess I didn't realize he was so waterlogged because when he dried off, he was much thinner. <laughs> I knew there were barnacles. I just didn't know they. That isn't what happens when you get to turn forty. Yeah, like exactly. I thought that's what yeah. happens to everyone when they get forty. Exactly. Somewhere right now, Alex, there's a Hollywood makeup artist listening to this. Like I was really worried the barnacles weren't going to read as ugly. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. Oh, it's the ba- I'm so happy to finally. Be They've told. been listening to the show for a long time just for that possibility. So, man, you you this is a this is a common riff for you, Anthony. Is somewhere there's a person listening to our show. I love your optimism. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Orlando Bloom is at the bottom of the sea. Uh, he's cursed to be down there, obviously, either by a divorce court and whatever happened there, or by something else from the middle movies. All I know is that he uh, seems to be alone, and his kid is being raised by maps. And uh, anyway, so uh, but the, but you're like maps, wait. maps and one cameo appearance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, wait, can the, can he ever get out from underneath the ocean? Well, I'm glad you asked. It turns out there's uh, the, there's a, a really great tool called the MacGuffin of Poseidon, and <laughs> it has the power to break all curses that are water based, not land based curses, but it'll it'll get rid of all sea curses. So all you got to do, go on an adventure, find the MacGuffin of Poseidon, your dad comes back. Nine years later, and apparently five years after the events of Stra- Stranger Tides, that I don't, I didn't watch the middle ones, and the, this timeline is confusing. But anyway, that boy has now grown into uh, the fuckable Brenton Thwaites, whose <laughs> name sounds like a masturbating sound effect. Uh, not if you're doing it right. I feel like you know, hey. <laughs> nothing should be making a Brenton Thwaite Thwait sound. Well, I should, think not not Wait. Brenton, but it, the Thwaite I think sounds Thwaite Thwaite. Thwait. Oh, okay. You don't use you do it, uh, rub a mallet when you masturbate too. <laughs> <laughs> Brenton, Brenton, wait, wait, wait. Uh, oh, 
Anyway, uh, so he's he's fighting the pirates. Uh, he's working for the government fighting pirates. Uh, but his ship goes down in the Devil's Triangle and is immediately overrun by flaming ghost pirates. Flaming, flaming? hot ghost pirates. There was a lot of... Like, when they touched the ship, the ship blew up, yeah. even though they were just ghosts. So I'm not sure... Oh, I think it's flammable, not flaming. That's different. Sure, that's okay. A, that's well, the ship was flammable. Anyway, so the, the flaming hot ghost pirates led by uh, Javier Bardem, um, although half his face has been CG'd off, half his head is missing... Anyway, Javier's uh, uh, with, with constant constant floating hair. Yes, yeah. I love. He's that. underwater. Yeah, it's a, that that's was a worth great it. effect. I like it. A he lot. was the wettest, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> he was. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Javier Bardem, the wettest of all. Uh, he, yeah, so he's always underwater, so his hair floats, even though he's above water. But he, um, so he kills everybody because that's what he does, and then, but he lets one person live every time, and this time it was Mister Thwaites. Because like, he knows the, the thing about the dead man and the tales, right? He's like well aware. Like w- like one living guy tells some tales, as the saying goes. But you told him. It's like dead men start no telephone. I feel like you still <laughs> told the tale. Anyway, uh. so yeah, he, he's maybe gotten around the dead man not telling tales. So he tells, uh, he tells uh, Thwaites, he's like, go find Jack Sparrow, because he's the heart of this franchise, and let him know that I let you live. Back in the Caribbean... Uh, on land, Thwaites meets up with uh, Kaya Scodelario. Scodelario? Anyway, uh, she's from the Maze Runner movies, and now she's an astronomer or a witch, depending on who you ask. Kaya, Thwaites, and the a late in his career Johnny Depp escape from the lawmen together and run off to find the MacGuffin in the, in the ocean. They make a big boat out of Jack's little boat, and then they fight some ghost pirates and some other rival pirates all around the islands. And eventually, the astronomer slash witch uses her astronomer and or witch powers to help them find the magical glowing island where they go. And then the MacGuffin's right there. And then they defeat the ghost pirates. And finally, Orlando Bloom cleans his face off. Uh, side, side note, uh, like other other pirate from the early bits. Uh, right? like uh, Yeah, Barbosa, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Rush, the, 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 the yeah. piano playing guy from Shine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, he uh he's like he's like hey I'm I'm still alive and then he's like uh also apparently I had a daughter also it, it was that witch who's not a witch also I'm gonna sacrifice myself now Bye. yeah I, I summarize that as rival pirates because I just didn't care about him but yeah that's what happened yeah that's all true as well and but yeah it she- it turns out just randomly she happens to run into her dad uh yeah it's a small it's a small you know community. <laughs> Uh, of pirates, it is. Yeah, you'd be surprised at how plunders. incestuous the pirate community is. Um, I wouldn't be that surprised. <laughs> maybe you wouldn't. All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, and then he throws like a guy who's been so interested in living all of a sudden throws himself off an anchor chain into the water to save her when probably he didn't have to. I'm not clear. Uh, I uh, I feel like you just need like, hey guys, we got we got something to have to something has to happen in this battle. It's anything. I, mean, I don't I care. I do who. feel like people in movies go to sacrificing themselves so someone else can live a little too easily yeah. sometimes. Yeah. I, I think you're looking at it wrong. I think you got to remember he spent the last like 25 years trying to avoid her. He wasn't going to start <laughs> hanging out with her now. <laughs> like he just he That's was a good just point. like he was just like looking at her, looking at his death and being like, "Yeah, peace." You know what? Uh, this is better than paying for your your college. Yeah. And he jumps. All right, so that's the book, uh, the movie. So now it's time for our uh, compliment sandwich. We start an every show with a compliment. It's how we uh, stay fair in the in, even when we don't feel like being fair. So Ezra, I'm going to make you go first. Actually, since um, we're in this moment, Bree, are you still with us? 
Yes. Great. Ezra, I'm going to have you go first. I just Because the ghost pirate <laughs> ship sometimes. I, I yeah, wasn't sure sometimes you got to watch out for it. Anyway, Ez, um, major compliment for Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Um, okay. I, I, I think it was Paul McCartney that was there at one point. Yep. Really? Oh, and I'm like, yeah. No, there was sort of like, there's like a point where it's like, oh, hey, this feels like a cameo. Yeah. Like, does this look like anyone? Kind of looks like a smushy face Paul McCartney. And it was a smushy face Paul yeah, McCartney. He, he was like the uncle in the cell because his dad's yeah. Keith Richards. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man. Uh, I don't remember that at all, but I'm looking at side by side pictures that. and he, he looks pretty piratey. And that looks yeah. like him. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I just I, I like the moments where it like feels like, oh yeah, this is a cameo. I bet I could figure out who this was, and then I did it. <laughs> yeah, that's and, uh, fun. It's, uh, yeah, and I, I like I, I, even when it takes look when it's a when it's a great movie and it takes you out of it. Cameos are stupid, but when it's a like mediocre to bad movie that takes it you out of it, you it's, yeah. yeah, it's nice. <laughs> so more cameos than bad movies, guys. Uh, that's yes. a good point. That's a great <laughs> point, actually. All right, uh, Bree, why don't you go next? What's your major compliment? I just want to say that this movie does a great job of illustrating the dangers of alcoholism. <laughs> because all that fool does is drink rum. I and, couldn't agree more. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but in that cold open, or not the cold open, right after the scene after the uh-huh. cold open, where it's just like his his like drunkiness is like, oh, this is this is dangerous. I felt like, that exact same way when he, we first really? see him. He because he wakes up drunk in a safe in and doesn't safe. remember that he was robbing that bank and apparently sleeping with two women at the same time in that bank safe, which is unclear. I think just, but, one, just one, one, just one, just one, just somebody, one. Wasn't there another person in there too? No, it was just, no that was, was the just, same was woman a from a it was, different angle. It was the bad guy from the first Mad Max's wife. Oh, <laughs> oh, from yeah, the okay. second Mad Max, he's also the train conductor in the Matrix sequels. Wow, that guy. Uh, good get. Yeah, good well, for no you. No wonder guy. she's looking, uh, you know, at other guys. Well, busy. <laughs> hasn't done anything in a while. Uh, no, so so yeah. So I, as soon as he came up, I was like, wow, his alcoholism is less cute than it was in the first movie. Exactly. It, it, yeah. It, it was so the whimsical the first movie, and yeah, now it's like, well, because he fell asleep in a safe while robbing the bank, it is actually affecting your job now. Yeah. Now you're a low functioning alcoholic. <laughs> uh, I mean, this is this is like fun slash not fun to make fun of, but like seriously, like his major character fall, flaw is just alcoholism. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gives away he gives away the a magic compass that sets free all the ghost yeah. pirates yeah. for a bottle of rum, which is what twelve dollars. Uh, Can't well, be much. in doubloons, it's harder to. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the ratio. Yeah, uh, yeah but, but like just it... one bottle. Like he didn't buy a liquor store with a magic. Yeah, compass. right. Well, also, it, it feel like. Yeah, I, I have issues with that moment. It depends on the strength of the ruby, you know, because <laughs> it's a ruby standard. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still on the ruby standard back then. Yeah, for sure. So it's confusing. And, but... and how many other magical currencies are currently on the market? You know, right? <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, well, also, one of the things that makes it a little sadder, I think, about his alcoholism is that Johnny Depp, at this time, is going through some drug problems and a divorce, yeah. and apparently... Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I was going to say going through. He wasn't going through this. His wife was going through him being abusive. Um, but it was yeah. a bad time for Johnny Depp, and so, like, him being, like, maybe he's just... He couldn't play fun alcoholic anymore. It was just too much sad alcoholic. I think it, it's also that Keith Richards thing, you know? Like, that was so cute, like, at in the first movie, I remember like, oh yeah, I get it. It's a nod to Keith Richards, everybody, and that was like highly publicized, you know. Uh, and now it's, it's more like, like sad Keith Richards. 
Exactly. It's like, oh, is that guy still alive? <laughs> um, you know, and that's and that's the vibe. It's is he's very decrepit. Yeah, there's a lot like, of a lot of him just like looking at the camera like I didn't expect to be alive still either. <laughs> <laughs> I am also surprised. I, I think that um like the, the character arc in one of these middle three movies should have been him being a better dude and then by by now we wouldn't be like so like um you know tired of it yeah. but you know it's like his arc was in the first movie and then since then it sounds like he's just been you know and i haven't seen all these movies either but kind of seems like he's been more of a, a a comic relief than than part of the main storyline is that true anthony you've seen all these I yeah yes uh, i mean <laughs> so can Dude, I get into my real eight? quick though? Why? <laughs> well, I I see everything. Why? Yeah. Uh, and it's it's like okay. Can I I want to get into my compliment I, for this movie. I, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I have seen all of these. Uh, I I really enjoy the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. I think it's like yes. one of the yeah. best totally like movie. four quadrant summer movies ever made. Like what it tries to do, it nails. Perfectly. It's like, Can we it, say it's the best Disney ride movie? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I would, I'd honestly put it up there with like the top five Disney movies. Full stop. Like I think it. What it's live action do, in general. I. I wow. I really whoa. whoa. Job drop. Um. I. I think it's like for that what thwacking, it sets that thwaite sound was my jaw hitting the floor. Yeah. <laughs> like, what it sets out to do, it it nails perfectly. The Captain Jack Sparrow is like it's been played out to death, but it is like. It's one of the most iconic movie performances of the twentieth century so far. Yeah. It's it's yeah. a great performance that's gonna live on forever. Like no one talks about like the shitty Jaws sequels and the way the characters got ruined, right? They talk right. about the first movie and Brody and Quinn that's true. That's and how true. these characters are iconic and that's what this franchise is. And the the two sequels, the first two, are not great movies, but I like Gore Verbinski's like visual style a yeah. lot. Like there's some great like just imaginative set pieces in the sequels. Uh, the fourth one is a horrible piece of garbage. Uh, and Which that, is Dead Man's Chest, right? Yes. No, that's the third one. It's, no, it's that's on, Stranger, on Stranger, Stranger Tides. On Stranger Tides. Yeah, oh, yeah. Dead Man's Tides. Chest, World's End, Stranger Tides, and then this. Uh, but my major compliment for this is, I'm going to go big, I really like this movie. No. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, I do. I think this is the best of the Pirates movies since the second one. Like, this is a flawed movie. The Wait, so third out of five? That's not a huge yeah. compliment. No, it's but it's big enough. Like, I would suggest... I wouldn't recommend people watching the other ones, really. I mean, there's some stuff you're going to get more out of it. But as, like... There's, like, the connective tissue is not great in this movie on, like, a scene-to-scene basis. But, like, what I want out of a Pirates of the Caribbean film, which is, like, really well shot, really creative set pieces, a fun ghost pirate villain. (laughs) This movie, like, hits those mokes well enough that I was like, I enjoyed almost all of this entire movie. There's a lot of dumb stuff in it. It's not great. But, like, I've seen all of these, and I thought the last three was so unpleasant. I this is uh, why I, th- I think you're good. being you're being uh you're setting your expectations properly by having watched the last one and I guess I have just seen good well, things recently so I was expecting more <laughs> but like I also set my expectations not great movie. properly by it being like no I wouldn't say it's a great movie but it is was an enjoyable 2 hours in the movie theater on a hot uh, day like right. I I really enjoyed a lot of the set pieces and like I said I liked the villain quite a bit 
uh, even though he doesn't really make any sense. Like, this is a dumb movie. <laughs> this is not a good movie. But I enjoyed it. It just worked for me as a piece, you know? I feel like we do have to tell the listener that it is 109 degrees in Portland, Oregon. Yes. And the the cold movie theater, it probably played a greater role. It than definitely played a larger Bri- role in it. Bri, I also like that you said the listener, because there is only one at this point. <laughs> We are a very popular show. It's mostly Hollywood people who are listening to hear their makeup shouted out, but people listen to this show. Uh, actually, so I want to. I'm going to kind of transition into that. Uh, I agree. It was definitely cool in the movie theater. I appreciated that about it. That's not my compliment. That's cheating, but I do agree on that. It's been gnarly. Um, but I was reading. Uh, th- I was reading about the how the movie was received. And Wikipedia had this quote: "The film received criticism for its complicated and convoluted plot. However, the performance, visuals, music, and shorter running time were praised. And I have to agree that at 120 minutes, but it ends faster. Could have been longer. So I really do appreciate them not yeah. going over the 209 mark because it wouldn't have helped. It would not have helped. No. Um, and I guess this is a sort of a bonus mini compliment just for seeing second run movies because I haven't done that very often and no trailers. Weird. It's great. So 129 minutes in and out. It's not 129 mm. minutes plus a half hour of trailers. It was great. I just showed up and then the movie wait, started. You're kidding. Wait, you showed up late. No, no, no. I showed up at the start time. No trailers. Whoa. Why? I assume because it's a second-run movie theater. Anthony, yeah, you used I mean, to work at that theater. Did oh, you guys show trailers? Run. Yeah. I mean, it's a movie-to-movie thing, but like... It, oh. I. Look, I can guarantee you might not see a lot of trailers, but I can't guarantee you won't see any trailers when you go to see Second Run. That's oh, okay. a weird blanket statement to make. Well, I guess this... Okay, <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess at this one, I assume... I mean, it does seem movie to movie, and I like when you watch like arty movies, it seems like there's usually half as many trailers, but yeah. they're less yeah. interesting. Well, I mean, second run in general, like you're only what you're trying to show at like a second run theater is like stuff that will be coming soon to you, right? Because you're not uh, trying to like, sure, yeah, you yeah, don't want so. people to go see the newest thing that weekend. You want to be like, hey, here's a movie that's you know two, three months right. old. We may be getting it in a week or so. Let's put that trailer up there. That's the type of thinking you want in a second run uh, trailer. So like, they don't really have. They don't know what they're getting a week or two yet. They might not have any trailers on it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I always assume that the movie trailers were paid for by the movies, but you're saying it's more of like for the theaters to advertise what you can see there. Yes. So movie trailers show up separately. There are like occasionally you'll get a film that has a trailer on it. Like it's already on the print. Like they're connected. Like if it's like a Star Wars is to be attached to this, right? Right. But then the rest of your trailers. They show up separately, and then you build it like a playlist as a projectionist. What you want your trailer lineup to be for that movie? And so that's I know, like you're you're already pretty popular with our <laughs> listeners, but you are killing it today. This is your <laughs> best episode on the show because I mean you've been hilarious, but this is also the most I've learned from somebody on this show in the first half. I mean, it's really solid. Oh well, thanks. I, I'm glad I could die in a movie theater for years <laughs> <laughs> yeah you did you also told me separately we were talking about this is i the popcorn was really bad at this movie theater and i was and i jokingly said did they get second run popcorn and you said yes yeah we would buy <laughs> pre-pop popcorn from a guy named kevin <laughs> <laughs> do they all do this is no, kevin this like really a weird blanket we, statement but <laughs> we eventually went to making our own popcorn but you know that was that was fun Man, it did. It did taste like they were just buying cheaper or like pre-staled popcorn. It was not yeah. awesome. 
Uh, anyway, so okay, so we got some feels dump up top usually, uh, and Anthony, we got your impression. Uh, it hit you the right way. I guess yeah. my my main feeling was like, what even the fuck? Uh, so, <laughs> Ez and Bree, what are your what are your feels dumps? Let's start with you, Ez. I've had worse. <laughs> yeah, I don't two, know. I mean, two like, of these movies, in fact. Uh, well, no. So, like, I, this is. I mean, so I, 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 I didn't see the I didn't see the fourth one. I saw the other others before that, and I liked all of those uh, a bit more than this. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of falls apart. Like, I think like the the more I like the more I try to think about it, it's like the more I try to think about it at all. Like, like the more that none of it holds up. Yeah. Um. But like for just, I think you go to these movies for like just like some kind of like some batshit set pieces, and they, I think they had yeah. a couple of those. Yeah. And like, and like especially like the like like the first one, I think where they steal the, like a the whole safe bank. Ice. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. the whole yeah. bank gets dragged through that's, town. Yeah. That's Guys, really fun. And I look, what yeah. about that guillotine scene? Oh, that, that was good was too. So yeah. Cool. Okay. So cool. I okay. like that a lot. So I mean, clever. genuinely not how physics work, but it was fun. <laughs> Doesn't matter, right? In this you don't care. series. Again, this is another <laughs> universe, bro. Physics look real weird. Okay. Let me tell you about this giant will in the second one. You, <laughs> you want to see some physics shit? Please tell me what is the giant yeah, will? Yeah, what was it? Oh, there's a like a 15 minute set, set piece in the second one when they fight on this giant water will that rolls all uh. over an island. Uh, it's batshit bonkers. So in this, okay, so the two set pieces, one is they are stealing, they're trying to see, steal a safe, so they yeah. uh, run these uh, ropes through the back of the ba- bank, tie it to the safe, have the horses yeah. run. It's but a because... pirate version of the end of Fast and the Furious 5. It is, it yeah. really it's is. exactly so, the same set piece. Or like when a bunch of meth heads try to steal an ATM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's that from? Why is that in my brain? I, no, I, I, I want to say we wrote about that story for late night action back in the day because I've definitely talked oh. to you about this. Um, yeah, where they like there was a video. Yeah, yeah, just a bunch of meth heads yeah. tie a truck to an ATM and try to drive away. <laughs> just like, imagine a meth head like someone opens an ATM and a meth drunk meth head comes out like, what yeah. am I doing here? Hey, oh, that's my wife. Hey. <laughs> Someone got trapped in the ATM recently. Actually, oh, there guys. was that person. Not... It was an ATM employee. I saw that story. It was so oh, good. Oh yeah, yeah. That's he was refilling that's... the money and it locked him in. And so somebody Yay. came and he had to like pass him a note that was like, "Help! I'm stuck in this ATM." <gasps> no. Yeah, it's a little. It's a little disturbing. That would be a good episode of that show. What would you do on NBC? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, or any prank show really is just. Yeah. Pr- do I help this note or is this a is this a robot? <laughs> like, has this ATM become sentient? <laughs> Uh, but so anyway, so they when they pull on the ropes, instead of the safe popping out the back, apparently the foundation is so poorly constructed, but the back wall is so strong mm-hmm. that the safe just pulls the entire bank and they run through the streets of the city, dragging a bank and being chased by uh, the cops. And for a while, Johnny Depp rides on the roof, which is pretty great. Um, and then they just crash into the beach and there's no money left in the safe, which is hilarious, but also like... The cops are just like, ah, he's on the beach. We can't do anything to him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Out of my jurisdiction. <laughs> like, you found him. Like, what? The, you got, anyway. Uh, They've the, also been building a ship on the beach for months. Mm. And yeah. <laughs> no, the cops really have been inconspicuously. There. Yeah. Um, the, uh, uh, who knows how big this beach is, you know? Yeah. That's true. Sand gets hot. I don't want to go there. So, the other, and then the other set piece you're talking about was, uh, oh, they're getting, they're going to be, as, as in any movie set in this time period, someone's going to get rescued right before they're hung. In this case, the witch is being hung, the slash hor- horologist, 
um, is being hung. And then, uh, but at the same time, Johnny Depp is about to be guillotined, which is like their new, they just got a new guillotine. So they put him in it. And then the the ground breaks, or the, the platform breaks, such that there's like an axle through the front of the guillotine. It's hard to explain, but I guess what happens is the guillotine in one piece swings on the axis near his head so that the blade is always well in the in the movie the blade like comes near his neck and then goes back but yeah. i think centrifugal force would make it always back unless it slowed down yeah, yeah. slow down a lot which was the conceit i don't know it, that's what was that's what they were trying to show okay okay yeah, yeah to be fair all right so maybe it was physically, if, physically if, okay if you want it to happen that's how it happens right yeah yeah so as it nears the top it slows down the blade comes towards neck but then as it tips over and goes under and then the blade goes all the way back down so it's just him constantly about to get his head cut off and that was a pretty decent scene i, I give you that those were both pretty good set pieces uh, uh yeah yeah brie what's yeah. your feels dump I I totally agree with the the set pieces. I loved the um the battle between the two the death ship and the live ship um where Johnny Depp is like walking along the yeah, cannons outside in between. the yeah. yeah. That was fucking cool. Yeah. And um I think the measure of a good Disney film set is it should feel like one of those live action um, shows at Disneyland. You guys know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like where, like, um, like a, they're shooting them up and like a guy falls off the barrel and a big, like, <laughs> s- you know, spray of water. And there's, Somebody like, on a zipline comes from behind my yeah. head. Yeah. Right. That's what it feels like. And, you know, I'm glad that they spend the damn money and, and show us stuff like that. Um, I feel like that's my favorite part. And the CGI um, stuff is like, I can see any shitty movie for that now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But really the Disney magic is that like um, Wild West sword fight. There was a lot less sword play in this, which I, I realized I was missing. Mm-hmm. There was no, a lot more true. like ninja zombie stab, you know, I in guess the yeah, dark. it is yeah. kind of weird to you can't really sword fight with a ghost. That's one of the problems they set themselves yeah. by having the bad guys be ghost well, pirates. In the first movie, they were ghost pirates, and those were good fights, you know? Yeah, those were like skeletal, though. Yeah, they were like undead pirates, right? Very different. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was fun, because it was like, oh, the sword goes through your bones. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, in this, there was a lot less of that. So, I guess I was missing that. The set pieces are great. Um, you know, as the woman on the podcast, I gotta say, you know, we're, we, here's another mediocre white actress who is playing, uh, you know, she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm a scientist. <laughs> the last time I was on your podcast, it was the same fucking character. Uh, oh, in that, what was it? Uh, what was it? Uh, the new mo- Universal Monster. Oh, yeah. The, the mummy, mummy. mummy. The Mummy. You're right. right. So, like, the, the anthropologist in that movie, she was like, oh, people got to stop sexualizing me because I'm hot and a scientist. <laughs> and that's exactly what's happening again. Can't. And I can't. I just can't. I, can't, yeah. I want to talk about the, like, something <laughs> bugged me about so like the the trope that they do about like you know uh she's like an intelligent woman in like an unintelligent time unenlightened time so like of course they think she's a witch right that's what dumb people would like it's it's a trope you see a lot in like period fiction but the problem is this universe has established that witches hella exist and so to like (laughs) see and like demigods and fucking curses and like there's a witch in this movie so like when, yes. Like people are slightly <laughs> jumpy about someone. Like it's a little bit harder to be like, oh, they're just like dumb and ignorant. It's like, 
Oh, that's such These a good point. These people see witches on, like, apparently on the rig. Like, there's a scene so the, where they're the, talking the... to a witch, and he's like, we got another witch. And even the witch is like, she's not no witch. And they're like, oh, well, shit, I guess we should probably just look at a real reference for what a witch <laughs> looks like. <laughs> I'll just point that's out really quickly point. that witches in this universe are not white. So that would give it away right away. Oh, that's a good point. It was an ethnic yes. thing. Yes. Yeah. It's real. I, <laughs> that's the precedent that this movie is establishing and showing our kids. It's, just pointing out. It's also weird that they are like, like the ending of it is like they convince the woman of science that magic is real. That's the big ending yeah. with her is like, look, you thought you only believed it was with your eyes cause, and you followed the stars and you were actually really smart. But surprise, ghost pirates. We win. You should have yeah. been a witch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the next movie, you know, she's going to get really into Reiki and crystals. and <laughs> It'll be great. I actually did see that in an early, there was an early script for this movie that got thrown out because it had, that everybody was really pleased with, but it was a female villain. And they were like, nah, we did a female villain in four. It would be too redundant. Uh, as if having male there villains one. in one, yeah. two, three, and five is not redundant. Mm. This is weird. Yeah. Is. When? Yeah. When? When can we? When can we have bad women multiple times? Like that's, <laughs> that's the, true that, equality. That's... I don't know. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, take a break there. That's a good because I killed that energy. Let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's talk about our fabulous Meat Buddies. You guys, today's show is brought to you by our Meat Buddies, our, our wonderful and generous sponsors who uh, donate to the show and keep, the, keep us floating down the tracks, which I always say, but in this episode, there were tracks leading to an ocean for a boat to float on. So we actually had boats floating on tracks today. Just that's pretty cool. That checks out. Anyway, so uh, we have, I have three Meat Buddies I want to thank. Uh, first up, Heidi Fiedler, uh, who said this. So, so we've, we've done a couple of things. We've done compliment piles for people, and we've played Two Truths and a Lie, which we're going to do again later. But uh, Heidi said she's a new mom, and also she's like a writer, editor, and publisher, uh, in, in, very busy. And so she just asked if we could give her a pep talk about making it all work. And Ooh. as you're the only one who is making being a parent and working full-time work, um, is that what she's talking about? Oh, I guess she could mean something else by making it all work. What do you think? All is pretty. Enco- I mean, all is pretty encompassing, Alex. It's not just like it is. But she gave one... us two pieces of information. I assume she meant making both work. Uh, how do you I do mean, it? How it's... do you how do you make it work? And can you turn that into a pep talk for Heidi? Uh, I don't really feel comfortable claiming that I'm making it work, but I can still <laughs> definitely do a pep talk. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, okay. I mean, honestly, I, I kind of think that everyone feels relatively bad about their lives, and which means that if you're only impaling, like, partially, you're pretty much on the top of, the, like, the heap. Um, so it's not just, like, are you making it, like, all work like no one is, but I think it's mostly, like, hey, Heidi, I think you're making it work as well as anyone else, which basically means that, like, you are the best at making it work because, like, it's actually really hard to make it all work. Uh, you know, like, some puzzle pieces don't want to fit together. Sometimes you lose a puzzle piece. Sometimes one of your puzzle pieces get eaten because it's actually a cookie. Um, <laughs> there's lots of problems in the world, Heidi. I mean, you know? one of the problems and, is that you have a child and made puzzle pieces out of cookies. Uh, no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. I think what happened here most likely, are, and I wasn't there, so I don't know, is that like you lost a puzzle piece on your own, and then you tried to make a new puzzle piece out of cookie, which then got eaten. That's oh, what makes yeah, sense that's, here. That's the most reasonable. That's how it happened. 
Uh, but but I mean, Heidi, the thing is, I appreciate that you're trying to make puzzle pieces out of cookies, right? Like, oh my god, you have cookies in the house, Heidi? Good job, right? You're already doing you're better than a lot work. of people in this. You're making it work. You're making it all work, all right? You have puzzles. You have cookies. You have a house, maybe. Uh, I mean, like, it's, it's maybe hard the out there, Heidi. Cookie. Maybe you're a gingerbread <laughs> man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We don't, but but you know, you're going to run as fast as you can, and someone's going to catch you or not, depending on what the story version is you're working with, um, and, 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 and more power to you. Uh, you got to have some me time. You got to exercise still. That's part of making it all work. Did I, did I do it yet? <laughs> I think you did. I think she feels way better. Really? In, That's summary, what in summary, Heidi, Ezra's saying lower your standards for what working is. Make make some of it work. Yeah, yeah. I think all, all of it's going to work a bit, and you're doing that as well as anyone else is. I think that's pretty solid. Well, thanks, Heidi, for donating. I hope that helped. Uh, so if you become sorry, a meat buddy, we can get that quality of a pep talk for almost anything <laughs> you've got in your life. Um, Definitely don't don't say more of quality than that because I don't. That's 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 me that's, talking yeah, but you know what, Ezra, sure. you're doing pep talks as well as anybody. <laughs> that's it's a sad state for pep talks, but yeah, it's true. You're making it work. So uh, our second meat buddy this week is Megan from Kansas City, and uh, Megan gave us two truths and a lie to play, and I love two truths and lies. So let's all play this. So uh, here, here there are. Um, well, I'm sorry. Here are Megan's three truths. Mm. Um, my husband and I met, dated, and got married in less than a year. I was run over by a garbage truck when I was four years old. And a girl was shot in front of my apartment building the day I moved to Chicago. Three truths. Which one do you guys not believe? Chicago. Oh wait, are they all three truths? No, I, that's well. If you're good at playing two truths and a lie, you don't say here are two truths and a lie. You say here are three truths, right? Um, that's what I was doing. Because you're lying again, right? Well, so wait, is that the is that a second lie then? No, this is too complicated. Anyway, one of those <laughs> is a lie. Which one is Can it? Can I take a guess? Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Chicago. Three Chicago. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the marriage one. Because I'm going to assume the other two are directly involved in a Final Destination-esque event. <laughs> when, when that bullet was also meant for her, just like the truck was, that she's just been uh, yeah. bobbing and weaving death ever since, you know? And his thing, um, getting married and... is the ultimate death, so we know uh, that one's not real. I like that just, you know, just like in the uh, Final Destination series, death can't just conjure up a heart attack. It's always got to be no. complicated. Yeah, uh, yeah. Death, death got a lot of time on on Death Sands. Uh, I'm going to go with the second one actually, but it's sort of like more like a technicality where it's like she was five or she was seven, oh, you know, yeah. or it was like a recycling truck, not a garbage truck. Yeah. So you're going to say not only so you you believe B and also that Megan from Kansas City is a, a shitty liar. No, no, it's just it's just a technicality. It's just it's just sneaky. It's just sneaky. She's just playing the game. Yeah, it's just a, a crafty veteran. I uh I I did I have said before on the air and I will say this again, when you do play two dozen lie with us, if you are lying just a tiny bit, I will be kind of disappointed. So I I prefer a bigger lie. In this case, uh we got you got of the three contestants, you got one to believe each one, so you clearly won, Megan. Very well played. Yes. The actual lie Anthony was correct. It's the uh, yes. the marriage one. She was run over by a garbage truck at four, and a girl was shot from her apartment. Here's the the backstory on on her husband. Um, they actually met in a teen Bible quiz and dated when they were fourteen. <laughs> then, after years of being friends, got together again at twenty five, dated for seven years, and then just got married at thirty two. So it's wow, not not only congratulations, not only a lie. It's a big lie. She's been with him for a long. What'd time. What'd you get on the quiz though? I mean, right? I mean, she got. She got that sweet future husband. She won that. Is that the prize? Maybe everyone that day won a future husband. So wait, so he has a future husband also? <laughs> no, he lost because she won. 
Oh, yeah, quizzes are zero sum. All right, fair enough. <laughs> All right, and then our, our third meet buddy this week is Claire uh, from Windsor, uh, Windsor Connecticut, uh, who says, uh, I've been listening to the podcast for years, and I decided that I should finally pay attention to the actual content of the ads, which is nice. Thank you. Uh, you don't have to. Uh, mostly they're supposed to be content as well, but um, they're supposed to be fun. But uh, she, she goes on... Uh, it's been real weird re-listening to the old episodes because while I generally don't remember anything about what you said, I have this very strong sense memory of what I was doing when I first heard it. And I Ooh. mentioned that on the air because I've had that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. This is a fascinating yeah. thing about podcasts that you don't have with uh, uh, music, I don't think. But I have with podcasts or audiobooks. If, you, if I hear something again, I'll be like, oh, I was standing on 12th and Lincoln looking west when this happened. Like, I just remember exactly where I was. Yeah, just wow. useless associations. Yeah. Yeah, su- Pot- super useless. Podcast is the audio most closely tied to memory. So, <laughs> so I always listen to a podcast whenever I poke my code or yeah. like, you know. Oh, that's a good suggestion to, for why yeah. to do that. Just listen to like five minutes of fucking end, like, uh, This American Life whenever I poke my code. Wow. Uh, let's see. Okay, so um, uh, Claire went on. That's... Sorry, Anthony. I, got, I was trying to read and comment. That was a good one. Great, great riff. All right. So here's Two Truths and a Lie for Claire. I mean it, even though I don't sound like it. Um, two Truths and a Lie. I live with 40 teenage boys. I've never had a pet. I was a fan of Harry Potter before book one even came out. Wow. wow. That sounds too crazy to not be true. The, so I'm going to yeah, go right. with Which one? I've never had a pet. Oh yeah, yeah. Good, good call. What, what was the boys' I feel like one? I live most with of your listeners, and this is not a dig, but I feel like <laughs> most people listen to this podcast with a cat on their lap. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's a dig, and I don't think it's wrong. I that's a delightful stereotype about people them. People love cats. Yeah, they do. And cat people love and podcasts. Laps. And yeah. cat people who love cats in general, I find to be nice people, and so I, I yeah. hope they all yeah, listen. To agree. Well, they're willing to put up with a lot. <laughs> No, that sounds At like least. a dig. Um, Ezra, what's uh, which one do you think? These cats are mean. Wait, wait so sorry. I so live how with many? forty teenage boys. I've never had a pet. I was a fan of Harry Potter before book one actually came out. Uh, I'll go forty boys again for technicality because I think it's like thirty nine, you know, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Sure, uh, Anthony. I uh, I don't know what the fan before Harry Potter before it came out means does that mean like she imported the like the british version before the american like Ooh. or like she got an early copy of the manuscript or something uh or, like the real harry potty- potter is jesus <laughs> <laughs> there's that neil gaiman book that's kind of similar to harry potter she but that doesn't make any sense i don't i'm gonna go with that one because i don't know what it means Oh, interesting. Um, man, that's really funny that you for the, that reasoning. Okay, so uh, split and, three ways again. We you did split again. So Claire, you also win. I knew the answer, so I don't. I, don't, I can't play. But um, the lie is never had a pet. Yes, Bree absolutely nailed this one. Uh, so she has a. Uh, more, at least one cat and at least one dog, I believe, at this point. So the forty. So wait, so forty, boys, forty, and and a couple pets. She lives at it. She's a, works at a boarding facility of a boarding oh. school. She lives in a uh, teenage boy boarding facility. And uh, Anthony, what's so funny is you were like, I don't know what that means, and then the first thing you guessed that she imported the original British version before it was available in the U.S. is correct. So you you knew exactly <laughs> what she was saying, but that's and then book doubted one it. is still out. Like she, yeah. Right. So. 
I, I think probably a more a perfect way to say that would have been because isn't doesn't the book, book one have a different name in the UK? Yeah, the uh, was it sorcerer? Yeah, oh yeah, sorcerer stone, philosopher stone. Yeah, so if she yeah. had said like I was a fan of the of Harry Potter before the Sorcerer's Stone came out, yeah, that would be pretty solid. Yeah, I would have um, solved right through that kind of mischievous. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> 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 All right. Anyway, so those are our new meat buddies. Uh, we have we we uh, I have more meat buddies to thank next week, but we're just out of time now. So thank you so much to Heidi and Megan and Claire for uh, helping us keep this show going. I really appreciate it. Go to read-weep.com/slash/meatbuddies, and uh, as a benefit on the new website, uh, if you don't like PayPal, you don't have to use PayPal anymore. We've switched over to a, a smoother system. So um, I know, and that may sound kind of weird, but we definitely have had people before say, "I would donate, but I hate PayPal," or "I can't remember my <clears> PayPal <throat> password," or something like that. So now you don't have to. Go to readdistribute.com slash buddies, And even just a dollar a month is a huge help to keep us going. And uh, you also get to vote on topics like the the wet month topics. And you can get this uh, a, a real sloppy pep talk. So lots of good options coming up. Me buddies, 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 me buddies. Anyway, uh, now it's time for lightning bonus round. We're going into the lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Here we go. We got to finish this shit up. So for lightning bonus round, I guess I just got, I was like writing my notes for this episode and I just got kind of tired of thinking about this movie because it just didn't affect me very much. I don't know. It just seemed like kind of like the set pieces were all right. The plot was convoluted. I just felt very little leaving it. Uh, So instead for what month, instead of talking about the movie, uh, I want to talk about a roundup of wet news. Oh, yeah. So I found some wet news stories that I wanted to ask you guys' opinions about. So the first one was, did any of you guys see Michael Phelps race a shark? No. No. I heard that happen. Yeah. None. But okay. So you, you heard about, it, but none of you will actually watch it. Okay. No. So for right. Shark Week this week, the big focal point, for, or last week, this this year, Shark Week's big <laughs> thing uh, was uh, uh, Michael Phelps races a shark, and I saw there were all these trailers for it, and um, it was CG. It was a fake shark. It was, no. a, it was a CG shark. And I am so disappointed, even though when I saw the trailer, I was like, obviously this is fake. I know they were lying to me, and yet I'm still dis- I was still disappointed to see. It's just, they did like, they took scientific measurements of how fast a shark could swim, and then animated a shark going about that speed. Um, It's stupid. It was yeah, so if it, stupid. If I wanted to see a guy race a CG shark, I could literally just watch Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> and Mantel No Tales. That's true. They do. They're, they're ghost sharks, but that's true. Uh, apparently, well, one thing that makes this whole thing even dumber is that like the fastest humans swim at like six miles an hour, and sharks swim at twenty-five miles an hour. So it's kind of a <laughs> dumb race in the beginning. That uh, was gonna be tricky to pull off. Human though, is he? No, that's true. Uh, I think humans can hit six miles an hour. He also had a monofin, which I thought was kind of like made him look dorkier, but and more mermaid-like. I don't know. Um, Does it make you go faster? Yeah, apparently. No, right, that helps. Yeah. The fi- the the part of the shark that sticks out of the water. No, no, the mon- a monofin. Sorry for a, mon- a monofin oh. for for Michael Phelps was like like swim flippers, but a giant one with both your feet in it together like oh in a, the back um uh, a, a vertical mermaid tail yes yes like a mermaid tail for sure wow i just realized how close mermaids and sharks are <laughs> Ooh, yeah do we have any shark maids we talked about this a little last week because last week we did a, a mermaid topic and we talked about how you mermaid... talked about this a little last week. we did well not oh, sharks splash. quite not exactly this yeah we watched splash and yeah. um sharks or not sharks but uh mermaids 
the original mermaid legends are are probably pirate uh, like pirates oh. uh, sailors who saw manatees and thought they were sexy women and i which i love to talk about because i think it's delightful um but so like they are pretty if they're close to manatees they're close to sharks is what i was getting at so we kind of talked about that last week. What do you think is closer, sharks and mermaids, manatees and mermaids, or manatees and sharks? Manatees and sharks are like best friends. I think they're pretty similar. I think they're pretty close. No, they're I not. Think it's, best no, I think it's like they're they're opposites attract is kind of a situation there. Oh, okay, you know, yeah, I think yeah. it's like more like an odd couple kind of buddy. Yeah, kind of, yeah exactly. I'd watch really a manatee similar. and a shark. That sounds fun. Yeah. Oh man, maybe space shark needs a space manatee friend. Oh, why has it taken us so long to get to that? I know. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing when you say it that way. Um, I guess, I I don't know. You guys should watch the clip at some point because it really is stupid. Um, and I don't know. I guess I just wanted to be more. Do you guys care about Shark Week at all? Obviously, you didn't watch this part, so I'm assuming no. I utilized the Postmates promotion. <laughs> you ordered some shark fin soup? That wasn't what the promotion was. No good. But... That'd be a bad promotion. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. I I personally kind of feel like it's maybe always Shark Week. Like I don't know when it happens, but I see ads for it all the time. <laughs> and like Shark Week was like a thing. Like you would see a shark jump out of the water like once a year, and you'd be like, "Fuck, man, that's cool." Yeah. And now they're like chasing that dragon every year. Michael Phelps is racing chokes. Like, what is the Shark Week of 2025 gonna look like? I don't like it. <laughs> We're getting too far away from like the you know the purity of Shark Week. I I don't. I guess I'm into that. I I'm into us going bigger, just not with computers. I just want it to happen. Yeah. I want him to race a shark. <laughs> Put him in a pool. Okay, all you do, you, you get a you get a large uh, saltwater tank. Put a piece of plexiglass in the middle so the shark can't kill Michael Phelps because he's a national treasure. And then, um, you know how like a, when there's a dog track, they have like a, a rabbit on a stick, that, a fake rabbit on a stick that they run around the track on a on a yeah on a robot arm. Do that in the water with some chum. Make the shark swim after it. The end. Michael Phelps swims next to it. It's safe. The shark gets to go back <laughs> to the water afterwards. But, like, I wouldn't watch Kobayashi eat in an eating contest against an imaginary hippo. I just do the thing or don't say you're going to do the thing. I'd watch that imaginary hippo thing. Yeah, me too. All right. uh, Especially if uh, it also, was, like, imaginary. Like, they didn't do any CG. They just had an empty no, spot totally. you had to look at. And, like, just imagine. Or he's, like, eating against a game of Hungry Hungry Hippos. Um, that's pretty good. Also, Alex, even more embarrassing than not having a, a space mantis already is forgetting that we totally already had a mantis. Oh. His name is Alfonso. Oh, we have Alfonso the manatee, sure, but he's not. He's not a space manatee. Well, he definitely interacted with Space Shark. That's all I know. <laughs> oh, did he really? I don't know. Oh, man, yeah, totally. I, yeah, right. Um, I thought Space Man. I thought Alfonso the manatee lived in our in our staff meetings, but like was real. Uh, well, he's just he's in this episode. He's two forty two. If I remember he's, correctly, uh, he's... you in one of our ad in one of our ad <laughs> sketches back in the day, we we did a lot of sketches where it was like our unofficial meeting or our staff meetings and then yeah, something yeah, would yeah. happen and i believe there was something about we had all this money and you spent it on a manatee and then we were disappointed in you but then we had the manatee forever that sounds about right uh he definitely saved us at some points yeah. uh, i mean like uh, listeners write in or don't but i think some of this <laughs> happened apparently space shark and alfonso definitely were at the same party oh, at the very least that make oh yeah yeah because that was the party with all of our recurring characters so that would obviously yeah. happen uh, okay. Story anyway. number two in wet news: Jaden Smith's bottled water company is suing uh, Hampton Creek for their uh, labeling of a mayonnaise jar. 
So, are you guys familiar that teen heartthrob Jaden <laughs> and 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 child of Will Smith, Jaden Smith, owns a water bottle yeah, company? I, I think uh, teen heartthrob's kind of burying the lead. I think uh, child of Will Smith <laughs> and Jaden Pinkett and, Smith yeah, should always be the above the fold line. Sure. Okay. I mean, I got them both in the same sentence, but I'm... St- star of a Karate Kid. Sure. Yes. Yeah, star of the of the lesser of the two Karate Kid movies. Uh, two. So. Why the is he suing the thing? Yeah, so here's what, so he owns he is a co-founder of a water bottle company in in uh, um called uh Just Goods Inc and it's a blue square uh cardboard box. box. Yeah, yeah. You've yeah. seen them around. Yeah, they're these blue label uh, cardboard box recycled recycled recyclable I guess cartons is the big thing. And um they're suing Hampton Creek because Hampton Creek sells just mayonnaise and theirs <laughs> is just water and Jaden is pissed about it. Uh even though I feel like no one's ever been like, well, I was going to buy this Jaden Smith water, but then I saw Just Mayonnaise, and that seemed way better. You know what this <laughs> sounds like to me? This sounds like some Scientology lawsuit shit, you oh, know? Oh, interesting. Like, no one's going to come. Jaden Smith's b- water money, that's ours. You're going <laughs> to try to come for that mayonnaise from Vermont or wherever it is? It's possible. Uh, I think that's a good theory. I've yeah, never... I mean- Go ahead, it Anthony. sounds like a uh, lawyer's got got a lawyer type of he, lawsuit. Like you hear sure, about the yeah. law firm companies when yeah. it's like, look, we don't want to do it, but we technically have to because if we let this one slide, then what let slides later, you know? It's right. Like, yeah, you have to def- actively defend the uh, the trademark. Yeah, That's exactly. true. That is it, true. It seems like that kind of lawsuit, which people always make real big stories about, but it's like companies do these all the time, and they, they have to. Like, that's just part of the fucked up thing, of si- the way a system is designed, is that companies yeah. have to, like, oh, you share one word with a product, so now we have to, because we have, like, like, as I said, you have to defend your copyright. I guess, I just feel like, yeah, that's definitely true. I feel like... Uh, first of all, just mayonnaise should is kind of underselling it because I think mayonnaise is pretty special. It's never just mayonnaise. You're like it should be called really? like, holy fuck, this is mayonnaise exclamation point. It's really? vegan mayonnaise. This lawsuit. I, I love mayonnaise. How do you not love mayonnaise, Ezra? It's the most disgusting thing on the planet. Oh, God damn, I forgot about that. Oh, Anthony. let's do a quick mayonnaise check in. I think we have. Yeah, mayonnaise dump. As you seem like you're neutral, Anthony's anti. Uh, yeah, no, 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 that was not. A, no, 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 I think that's really generous to call that neutral. Oh, Alex. really? You don't like mayonnaise? I think I, I'd put me okay uh, on a, like a negative five to five and put like a negative one and a half. Oh, like it's like it's like yeah. a. Uh, huh. There's like a rare situation where I'd want it. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's a thing where like white people started getting made fun of for white mayonnaise. I was like, oh no, I'm not. I'm not. That's it. Mayonnaise, you're dead to me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you jumped off the mayonnaise boat. Brie, how Hell do yeah. you feel? Fair weather mayonnaise fan. How do I feel about mayonnaise, yeah. Alex? Yeah. Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. I like mayonnaise. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan. I mean, I'll take an aioli if you got it, but mayonnaise is just a delicious sauce. I'll take sauce. an aioli. I'm, I'm glad you said that. Yeah, I'll take an aioli first. <laughs> I mean, I it's I like such aioli a delicious even worse. sauce, and it makes sandwiches so good. Way better, yeah. Um, um, there's a lot of good sauces out there, though, man. Yeah. Like, I just... We, we just had, like... um. There's a recipe we're gonna make, uh, and it's we we just swapped out the mayonnaise for 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 pesto, and I think it's just gonna be a lot more exciting. Like I think pesto is just a better. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Sure, yeah. like gold is better than chocolate. I just feel like they're not interchangeable. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you get a, okay. All right. Equal weights of gold and chocolate. I'm gonna take the gold, and I can use some of that to have even more chocolate. Sure, sure, sure. But if what I was saying that's was, a, that's, that's interchangeable. But would you take it on a s'mores? <laughs> huh. 
Like, like Schmorschlager. Like, it's designed to have your stomach on the way down so that you can taste the s'mores more. I, oh, man. Is that Goldschlager it does? That's like the, I, that was the idea of it. Right? Yeah, I don't, I don't think know it if it actually it's true. does that. That's just. It has gold. It's just wasteful. It. Yeah, I guess I just like this story because I did not know that Jaden Smith was a water bottle magnate. But also, uh, other fun bonus fact is that Hampton Creek, the mayonnaise, just mayonnaise people, um, have been in the news a lot recently because apparently last year there was a scandal where they were buying large amounts of their own mayonnaise off store shelves to look like their sales were higher. Oh man, oh. that's only sustainable for so long. Yeah, I know it's a bad, it's a bad long term mayonnaise plan. Um, and uh, our last story for uh, lightning bonus rounds: wet news. Uh, the moon is full of water. Do you guys know that? <gasps> no. In the middle? The moon is just, well, uh, it's it's mixed in. It's mostly frozen. Um, a, new, a new study published by the, jur- the, the journal Nature Geoscience. Do you, guys, do you guys still subscribe to the journal Nature Geoscience? I got it on my iPad. Yeah. I don't, I mean, yeah, they're, they're piling Stitcher. up. I haven't read it in a while, but yes, yeah, Stitcher, exactly. Uh, so anyway, according to that, uh, the new article, scientists re-examined these samples brought back by Apollo astronauts. And they used more recent sa- so there's these, there was the samples from that Apollo brought back that have these tiny um, glass beads basically um, that seem to have water in them and so they're glass because of a moon volcano that melted the rock and it like surrounded water and wow. so we knew they had, there was tiny tiny bits of water but what the this new study was they looked around the moon using newer satellite images and were able to find a lot of similar volcanic deposits so that means there's a lot more water inside the moon than we originally thought. Apparently, we also kind of we knew something about this because in 2009, NASA intentionally crashed a rocket into the into a crater in the moon's south pole um, in hopes of picking up watery evidence. Um, the crash gave off signature uh, uh, signatures associated with water, ice, and hydroxyl. So, like they watched the the dust cloud that came up when they crashed into the moon, which I guess I wasn't paying much attention to in 2009 because that is cool. We were like, <laughs> landing there is hard, but let's just shoot a rocket at it and then take pictures. <laughs> Can we just do that anytime? Can, like, can that be like what paparazzis do from now on when they don't want to get out of bed? Just like just shoot a rocket like at the um like at the at celebrities and take pictures. Eh, yeah, kind of take dark pictures. At the end of that story. Well, no, I imagine that. Okay, I don't think it's gonna kill them. I think like they'll like the rocket will like go like a flyover and just like take pictures with it. Oh yeah, drone, sure. Yeah, that probably happens. I bet there's a paparazzi <laughs> drones somewhere. Uh, one of Will Smith's children is uh, getting photos droned about their new business plans so what if they just drone themselves for uh like it, there'll be like a lawsuit later oh, you know? Creek like style. yeah exactly <laughs> also the, apparently the gold slogger thing with the with the that doesn't actually snoop says it doesn't actually cut up your throat so good good that would be a terrible product <laughs> I just assumed, it only uh, does all the other horrible things that alcohol does to your body <laughs> it only does the normal terrible alcohol shit it doesn't just, do it turns you into Johnny Depp's later career. Makes you Rob Banks wrong. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's the news. That's wet news uh, this month. Uh, happy wet bonus round. And Light bonus round. Yeah. Yeah, those are all pretty wet. That was pretty wet. All right, uh, now it's time for minor compliments. We're going to go back just for a moment to uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Five. Uh, we're going to go in reverse <laughs> order, which means I'm up first, uh, I believe. So... Um, I guess two super mini minor compliments. One is, uh, so there's this scene that I really hated generally, um, which, w- but there's a good part of it. Um, the, and the thing that I did not like was it was, uh, oh, oh, oh. So they tricked the, uh, Johnny Depp gets captured by pirates on an Island 
and they make him marry an ugly woman. And yeah. It, it was yeah, it was a shitty scene. Um, but the best part God. was that the uh, ugly woman yelled, "We can honeymoon in the barn." <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, yeah. And the other the other tiny tiny compliment is I've always wanted to take off a necklace that way. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No. Wait, sorry, was it ripping with the teeth? I, I no, at the end part. of yeah, at the end of the movie where they just grab the jewel at the bottom of the necklace and then just yank it and it breaks the back and then they hand it to somebody. Yeah. They did that twice in this movie and it happens in movies all the time where someone takes and yeah. it feels like to me I just assuming I would pull and it wouldn't come off, it would just hurt my neck. <laughs> yeah, definitely that. It looks like a terrible move, but I it also looks badass. And also you could just unclasp it and the person you're giving the necklace to has a clasp. But they all anyway. I but I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to rip a necklace off straight down. I thought that would be cool looking. So minor compliment for them doing that. Uh, Lopez, your turn. Minor compliment. Um, I I want to give a, a compliment. This is kind of a weird one because there there was a lot of Jack Sparrow in this movie still, but like I thought this named movie after had, an actual sparrow. Yeah, uh, I had a better like balance of Jack. Jack Sparrow is because like. The thing with, like, the first movie was, like, you had all these, like, pieces that worked together, and then these movies became more and more the Jack Sparrow show. He's, like, this dumb, incompetent asshole who kind of fails into success, but everyone started listening to him and following him throughout the sequels, and he just became, like, the main spice in the dish, and it would ruin it. Well, Uh, he did have have that one flashback. Sorry to interrupt, but there was that one flashback that showed why he was originally cool. Because of one yeah. maneuver he did that killed like a thousand soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, good job, Jack Sparrow. You just well, murdered that whole boat. Well, he, I mean, he tricked, I mean, imagine tricking someone so hard that you curse him. You ever trick <laughs> someone so hard that they curse <laughs> I see that like on the uh, YouTube clips all the time where like, some, like someone gets nutmegged in soccer and then just like they're cursed forever. Yeah, yeah they, they <laughs> live at the bottom of the ocean. Because there's no reason why they're cursed. He just gets tricked so hard that fate is like, really embarrassing. Dog, yeah. we got to get you back Damn. on that. That's a snap. Yeah, but it's a hard snap. I thought this movie had like a better balance of like, Overall, like Jack Sparrow wasn't the most important driving plot point of this f- franchise now, and this is like I guess like a big part of why I like this movie is that this is what these movies should have been—just like kind of standalone Indiana Jones, James Bond esque pirate adventures, right? But yeah. instead, they've became the most convoluted epic like trilogy about like space like sea gods and the west west indian trading company (laughs) and it's just like they got so convoluted and tied together that i thought like this just being a little bit more standalone was kind of nice yeah um and i do think javier Bardem looked rad yeah those are all good those are those are solid compliments brie minor compliment for you well, my major compliment was about um, this movie portraying the dangers of alcoholism, yeah. and my minor compliment is um, for you making know, alcoholism look fun. No, no. okay, it, it, it's to throwing back to the Old Testament with the sea splitting. Oh yeah, yeah, there was you a... know that was so biblical. It was, and and, uh, and it was very epic, and it reminded me of uh, the Prince of Egypt, another uh, mm. Disney joint. Where the the actual sea split, uh, like it did in the Bible, and uh, I'm so sorry to correct you on this, Bree. That was DreamWorks, yeah. dog. Oh, oh DreamWorks is not a DreamWorks joint. Right. 
I this is also the te- everything that is a cartoon is Disney. That's how. That's like, true. I'm yeah, like, yeah. No, it's like yeah, it's like Coke is, is soda in the South kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like everybody's mom with like with animation companies. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I went to Disneyland. <laughs> I didn't see a single minion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you exactly. joke. I'm sure a kid has said that. Yeah. Um. Although, and also, they probably did see minions because they're everywhere. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Right, just just soaking in the sights, yeah. but not like actually working. <laughs> I thought the the sea splitting in this movie actually looked great. It looked pretty yeah. cool, yeah. and it was good. There was it good yeah. puddles. Um, because in, uh, in in the 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 Ten Commandments, it looks real. I mean, it's a long time ago, but it looked real corny. And there was just the the dirt in the middle was too dry for my taste. Mm-hmm. And there was no coral. Oh. That's the other thing is in the in the there's nothing in the bottom where the when they split the sea for for Moses. It's just like a dirt track. And in this, there yeah. was like coral and shit. And like, yeah, there were obstacles weird. to get to that trident. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's true. Oh, and by the way, if you, if you guys like sea spleen, Moana has a, some epic sea spleen. Yeah, like it does. Twice. Yes. We are definitely going to talk about that. So, um, I guess, yeah, I haven't but, said this out loud, but for, we, we got a lot of votes for Moana, from Moana. <laughs> Moana. It, I'm sorry, for Moana. Uh, and I, the town I grew up in, one of the main streets was Moana Avenue. Anyway, um, that's true. It was Moana, and you were just saying that. <laughs> I, I, that may be true, but everyone People in Reno made funny that. then. Anyway, so yeah. Moana and also the new uh, uh, Baywatch were both top vote getters for Wet Month, but they also would be top vote getters for The Rocktober. So we're going to actually save oh. Moana for The Rocktober. So we are going to watch Makes it, sense. and we'll talk about. I can't wait to talk about the sea splitting there. It's so good. <laughs> The movie or the sea splitting specifically? The movie and the sea splitting. I can't wait. I have not seen it yet, so I'm really excited for the chance to. Oh and my Ezra, God. you've seen it what a hundred times, two hundred times? About two hundred times. Yeah. yeah, Caleb really likes really likes it. Uh, well, I can't wait. We'll make sure you're you're on. Maybe Caleb can give us a, a summary for the movie. Uh, I cannot wait. Anyway, as you're up next, what's your minor compliment? Um. Okay, small thing. Uh, when I was young, we had like this kind of like crystally thing, um, and like there's a little bit of a crystal that broke off, and you could like fit the little crystal into the bigger crystal when it went. And at one point, that was kind of key, key-ish plot point with rubies, uh, and it just looked really satisfying to do. It's just a nice thing to, to <laughs> when there's a broken up piece of crystal to put that it's piece exactly back in. Right size, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just, I mean, like, look, it's, this is this is this is minor, but this is totally real thing. It's it feels good to have it all go in order. All right, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. perfect. Just, just nice. I love it. Yeah. All right, that's a perfect ending. Note. That's exactly <laughs> the, the tone that I want. Uh, all, right. all right, everybody, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be back again next week. Next week, we're talking about Blue Lagoon. That is a wet 80s film about some weird sexuality. Oh boy, is it ever. Yeah, I can't wait. Was, so was it normal in the 80s? Or was it? Is it only weird in retrospect? No, it was weird then. I think it was weird then too, yeah. Anyway. A, to- a timeless weirdness. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, cool. So thanks for the Meat Buddies who voted for that. And then um, I th- it looks like after that, we're, uh, one of the things we're going to be watching this month, it looks like we're going to be watching a, uh, an anime about figure skating. Because what is ice but frozen water? And, and so we're gonna watch the it's probably the driest form of water but um anyway yeah we're gonna watch that this is some very exciting stuff coming up for wet month so if you meet buddies this is your last chance to get in vote for for wet month topics but of course you can vote for stuff for the rocktober and also you guys can look ahead because next month 
is Sponsor Timber. So next month we're going to be opening up sponsorships again. We're going to do one month of sponsors. Uh, so that'll be coming out in the next week or so. Probably we'll we'll make announcements on that and we'll get planning for that. So if you are not a meat buddy and you want to vote or and don't want to become a meat buddy, but you want to just sponsor an episode, or if you are a meat buddy, you're welcome to. You'll probably get notified a little bit early because you're a meat buddy. But sponsorships will be opening soon for just one month for Sponsor Timber. So. Uh, we're gonna go three themed months in a row. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, other shout outs, real quick. Oh, thank you to our meat buddies who made this week's episode possible, Heidi and Megan and Claire. Thank you so much, the three thank of you. you. And uh, another uh, one, two more quick shout outs. One is I've, we've gotten some really kind feedback recently um, that I feel weird reading just nice things. Um, I'll read it if it's controversial, but if it's just compliments, I don't really say it. But we've got some really nice feedback, and thank you so much for doing that. There's a, a shiny new contact form on the new website, and I think that's helped. But um, anyway, so thank you, everybody, who sent us some nice. This, people have been listening to the show for a long time, and that is weird and delightful. Um, and then one other thing is, if you haven't yet, I want everyone to go out and see The Big Sick, because I finally got around to seeing that last night, and I love it. And it uh, it's co-written by Emily Gordon, who you guys may remember from episode 330 of this show. She was on uh, talking about America's Next Top Model uh, about 72 episodes ago. So go back and listen to that. Um, she also wrote a book called Super You. Uh, it's really good. So uh, I, and I think Emily is the, the coolest. And she's asleep for most of the movie. But um, And actually, she's played by somebody else. So Kamel is played by him, plays himself. But his his wife it's co-written with his wife, but then someone else plays her, which must have been weird for her on set. But anyway, um, go check out the movie Emily she, wrote. She got recast in her own movie. Yeah, she did. She did. Uh, right. And the and the actress who plays her is pretty terrific, and so I like that might make it harder. Anyway, Anthony, I'm sure you've seen this. I have not actually gotten around to seeing it. Ooh. I really I've been I need to get around to it. It's on my short list of things to see with, uh, this week or so. There's uh, his his best friend or one of his best friends in comedy in the movie is played by Kurt Braunohler, who's been on yeah. our show, Anthony and Bree. And I we, we had a show we had Kurt on before. Anyway, it was really it's a really I don't mean to say you should watch the movie just because I've met some of the people in it, um, but because Emily was on the show, I thought, it was, and also because it's really good, and I think you should all, you would all enjoy it. It's a funny rom com and also beautiful romance. It's just it's just small and perfect and delightful, and I enjoy it. I enjoyed it completely. Uh, Michael Showalter's uh, previous film, The Baxter, is also a really interesting I rom-com if you're going to see it. The Baxter. Not a lot of people have I seen it, it, but it's really good. Oh. It's in my top three favorite rom-coms. Yeah. Really? It's, it's like a yes. deconstruction of like the rom-com formula in a really interesting way. It's it's good. Yeah. I, I like love it. It's kind of like they came together, but better. But yeah. Like, but like not, but like less... Um, funny and and more just straightforward. Yeah. I love that. I love Michael Showalter. That sounds super fun. Okay, I'll check that out. So uh, cool. It's so Brie. Have you not seen the Big Sick yet? I have seen it. You have. Did, did you like it? Let's just end the show, Alex. Oh, <laughs> weird. Okay, we'll talk about it afterwards. I. Yep. Uh, yep. The end. All right. Uh, so <laughs> thanks for being here, at Ezra Fox. Yeah, happy to be here, at Anthony Lopez, part two. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> and at Brie Pruitt, thank you guys. You're all amazing. Thank you. Brie, uh, if you could just hold on for one second, we're going to talk off the air. Yep. We fought. You fought off the ghost, so that was good. Yeah, you did. The ghost of your routers. Yeah. You defeated him. I know. Yes. Well, it's been... I just had to break a fork. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it every time. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. All right, we'll talk next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.